This is a HeadGum Podcast. What is going on, one and all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the We Hate Movies Holiday Mailbag. I'm Andrew Jupin, joined by three other of my fellow Santa's helpers. We have Stephen Sadak. So be it. Which is my favorite part of that whole thing. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, Eric Siska. People chicken, my friends. And, of course, Canna Claus himself, Chris Kringle. Chris Cabin. Oh, hi, hi. We are here to read your letters, uh, tell some stories, a some cues, drink some alcohol, of course. Uh, I got a little um, uh, high west rye in my Ooh. eggnog, mm. you know. Uh, right. what, are you, what are you guys drinking? Uh, currently, I've got myself a, uh, a very nice uh, rosé, but I've got a, a bit of a dessert beer, uh, Mad Ooh. Elf. Oh, Trogues, nice, dude. Just in time for the season. Mm-hmm. I just got the regular Mega Boss IPA from Newburgh Brewery, which is a great place in Newburgh, New York. And uh, Kevin, you got tap water there, buddy? Yeah, uh, no, I got a, <laughs> a seltzer, tap water, and a, uh, what is this? A, T- a tall glass? Scrag Mountain Pills from Lawson's. Ooh, oh, oh, Lawson's is great. Yeah, I like Lawson's. Uh, so we're pumped. We got a lot of cool letters uh, to read, uh, some stories to tell, like I said, some uh, uh, cues to A. But first, we have some big news. Some D's to S as this, well. This is very important. This is bigger <laughs> than the Star Wars news, everyone in the chat. Relax. Listen oh, yeah. to this news. Yeah. Uh, so here we go, just really quickly. I think the best way to tell is to show. Uh, so internet community at large. Three, two, one. That is right. Look at this glorious image here. We are doing a live show on the internet, uh, exclusive to the internet, I should say, uh, talking about Terminator Dark Fate, which is pretty rad. Yeah, it's going to be one of our live shows. It'll be like this, but and you'll be able to watch us do it. It's not going to be like a an audio-only experience. You could watch us. You know, I guess if you want to watch us, you should want to watch us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the rad thing is tickets are on sale now. And uh, no, I don't want to use that graphic. I want to use this graphic. You go to onlocationlive.com slash WHM. Pick up those ticks. And the date of that show is January the 15th. Is that right, gentlemen? That's right. Oh, yep. It's a Friday night. It's a it Friday is. night, ladies and gentlemen. We're starting at 9 o'clock Eastern on that Friday night, so it's going to be rowdy. And, and there's, going, be there. there's going to be a Rashomon-esque retelling of the events <laughs> that led to me, Andrew, and Eric seeing this <laughs> in Los Angeles yes. in, a, in a very nice theater. Yes, uh, yes. 
all three of us were at varying stages of intoxication. So each story is layered and different, but we're not going to say it here. You got to, you got to uh, mm-hmm. attend the show, attend the show. And quickly, um, it is not a live commentary or a watch along. It's going to be a live episode. Like where we're just kind of talking about yep. the movie kind of a thing. I saw that in the chat and I believe Eric, this is worldwide, right? Canada shouldn't have a problem. Somebody was a little it's nervous. Worldwide. It is worldwide. <laughs> if you are in the UK or anywhere, supposedly you should be able to get access to this. And if you don't let us know, because then we were lied to. Duped. We got lied to. We got led down the primrose path. <laughs> uh, so that again is onlocationlive.com slash WHM. 9 p.m. Eastern time on January the 15th. I'm going to say it, man. It's the first show of 2021. That's something to look forward yeah. to. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll have that. We'll do it. It's going to be great. I'm just excited to just do a live show. We haven't done one in fucking forever. Totally. You know, like even the we've done like streams and stuff, which have been super fun. But like, it'll be nice to have that energy of like, oh, man, if we fuck up, people are going to see. Absolutely. <laughs> Steve, if I'm not mistaken, while we were seeing that, you were seeing Marriage Story with your brother. I was. Yes. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I did the right move. I will. I will have seen that movie for the first time when we do that movie. Nice. Now, here's something I just want to get out of the way right now. I have to watch Dark Fate now. No, you don't. <laughs> you just listen to us talk about Dark Fate. Oh, so it's Absolutely. not a recommend. Don't give that away yet. It's a- oh, fuck. You want to get that $10 before you say you like it or not. Please still buy tickets. Hey, come back um, in this alley. Give me $10. I'll tell you if I liked it or not. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that is not to say that, uh, you know, virtual shows like this are replacing all of 2020, 20, uh, 2021. We are we are still optimistic, folks, uh, that we can get back on the road at some point. That's awesome. um, but you know what? This is something for the meantime. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, gentlemen, I think we should get to some letters. Oh my God! Yeah, we should. Uh, oh, yeah. a really quick question because, like, okay, yeah. people are a little. Ner- what do we all think about the Star Wars news that everybody's oh, yes, kind of pumping yes, around? Let's we'll get into that. What Come happened? Mm-hmm. Star Wars is hiring us to write and direct a sitcom. Oh, really them. exciting! Oh, yeah, awesome. Oh, I great, wish. guys! I, I should have read the text. I didn't know. Yeah, it's called uh, Cantina Buds. Everyone, everyone is. So, I like this idea. I would love to do that, but everyone, everyone in the internet, is so excited about Hayden Christensen coming back to play Darth Vader, and I'm like, how are they going to see him? Is how? Yeah. Kind of suit. Like, what? What does that even mean? Are we not doing Darth Vader's voice anymore? Or is he popping that helmet off like Boba Fett? Like, oh, hey. I don't understand how that's going to work. Yeah, because like you, you don't want to be like. Luke, I'm your dad or something. Like, you know what I mean? That's not going to help because that guy's voice sucks. Yeah, it's going to be auto-tuned to shit in some way. Oh, look at this really quickly. You know what? I got to put the... Vanessa says, my son, five, thinks Andrew is Santa. (laughs) And we're all his helpers. Let him keep thinking. And also, like, David Prowse is now dead, RIP. Although that guy might have been racist. That's something that we're not talking about. I didn't know that. He had a big stink when he found out that, I mean, A, he was pissed that he wasn't the voice of Darth Vader because he thought he was going to be. Which is kind of understandable, right? Oh, for sure. (laughs) But then apparently there was other stuff of, like, and they got a black guy to do it, and that's where it gets a little handshaky. Oh, okay. is that right? Yeah, not that's to speak ill of the dead, but I do that every day anyway. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I wasn't there, man. Uh, but also, like, I was thinking about this though too. It would totally screw over James Earl Jones unless there was some sort of like royalties deal. But like, I feel technology has come along enough of a way that like 
you can just get a synthesizer to make it sound like Darth Vader. Yeah. Hayden could act those lines. I guess that's I true. Anyone could play Darth Vader. I could play yeah. Darth Vader. You know, you just go. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. This is where you need the video element for this show. If yeah. you're, you're listening to this in the future, go to the video on YouTube. It's archived there, and I'm going like this. Eric's shoulder waddle <laughs> is is just phenomenal. It is, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Otherwise, you know, yeah, pay not, pay the 10 bucks, come to our Terminator Dark Fate show virtually, and maybe I'll do it again. Because Terminator <laughs> kind of walk like Darth Vader's. A little bit. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on the Terminators, but yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff to discuss, and I feel like it's teeing up various sideshows that yeah. we'll be able to create over the years. Who knows? Let's sleep on the Star Wars for right now, and co- we'll talk about it on Friday when we cover the new episode of The Mandalorian. Ooh, yes. a little tease there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And if you're not listening to The Mandalorian half hour, that is an hour-long show. That is exclu- <laughs> at least an hour-long. 80-minute <laughs> show. That's, yeah, is, let's yes. call it what it is, an 80-minute show. <laughs> that is exclusive to our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash we hate movies. Maybe we should uh, like retitle it to like the Mandalorian double half. Sure. I mean, it's got to get a new name probably. I'm going to spill <laughs> some tea here. Honestly, our episodes are getting longer. People have noticed it. It's we've got nowhere to go. We've got yeah. literally nowhere to go. Yep. And no one's got trains to catch. We miss our friends. We, we have know. the house madness, everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably do like a three hour episode on like whatever on uh, Dr. Doolittle or some nonsense. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a four <laughs> yeah. and a half hour episode. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Chris Cabin, uh, who's starting us off here? Uh, Eric is going to be starting us off. I like that. Opening act. I hope you guys are good. Come on, man. Monkey steals your peach. (laughs) Hey, guys. First, I want to say that I love the show. Thank you. I've been a fan since 2012. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) The first couple years, not so much. (laughs) When I almost got into a car accident laughing at the Dracula 2000 episode. Man, if you died because you were laughing at something we said, I'd feel terrible. We have gotten this a few times when people say, like, I almost got into a car wreck because of the show. And I wonder how many souls are we we... responsible for? Because you're right. We've heard it enough where at least somebody must have been somebody, you know, didn't get didn't come back from that. Like, right. (laughs) Now, now, Eric, 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 before you do it. You have to share all those souls with all of us in the afterlife. You don't get them all. They're not. It's just you have to split them. I mean, when it, they say they say a comedian kills, sometimes they do. Well, could you imagine, like, you know, you're fucking driving down the road, and then like you're laughing at something, and you like go off a fucking barrier, right? And then like the last thing you hear is me going like, "Oh, geez, I'm Jim Belushi." <laughs> That's yeah, just, yeah. It's, I'm sorry if that. And happened like Saint Peter is like a podcast. In that case, you're not even doing that. You're doing a a, a, a bad Gerard Butler Scottish accent as <laughs> Dracula. Yeah, oh, right. Ack. <laughs> I've also been doing Taekwondo since 2007. Oh, oh this is the letter, by the way, not me. No, but. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I am a second degree black belt in the Chung Do Kwan school. When I heard you request people to write in as whether Monkey Steals the Peach was a real move on the Remo Williams episode, all right. I, was all, I was all set to write in to assure you that the, the technique is indeed real. Ooh, it's grabbing nuts. 
folks, folks, now we have the documents. Monkey steals the peach is real. <laughs> We're ripping out testicles. Look, now I want to tell you, we have this chicken bone broth that will make you, it'll make you survive three lifetimes is what it will do. So buy it from me. Please. You need those brain flex pills. Mix it into your soup. It'll we got a, superpowers. We have a new Q drop. Apparently the monkey steals the peach is real. <laughs> And Trump is going to do it to Joe Biden, who has already been arrested, by the way. He's in, he's in house arrest. You just don't know what, it. What you are seeing is a hologram walking around. <laughs> Catch him in bed with a peach thief. Biden wants your bunch of peaches. Don't let him <laughs> steal them. We practice the groin ripping technique in several of our forms, starting at the purple belt level. Oh, when I was first uh, learning the for those forms in college, my instructor was a personable and gregarious child of the 80s who influenced me to stick with Taekwondo through his supportive approach to instruction. And right there, that is someone who saw a karate kid a lot as a kid and then was like, <laughs> I can I can do this for a living. Okay, yeah. all right, guys. Do you want to learn how to do a straight punch, or do you want to learn how to rip some nuts? And I was like, yeah, rip, rip some, some nuts, rip some nuts, rip some. Nuts. Now, now I'm legally, I'm, I'm legally bound to tell you, you're, this is supposed to be a destabilizing attack. <laughs> what it is is ripping, ripping a ball out. He would refer to the technique as a groin grab, groin rip, and yes, monkey steals the peach. I'm glad that it's being used with that full name. Yep. <laughs> As I said, I was all set to write in the mailbag and uh, mentioned it to him offhandedly after our virtual class tonight when he <laughs> replied that the name is indeed... Uh, okay, guys, some, is someone reading along with me right now? Yeah. What, what is this word? Someone help me out. I'm not an English person. Apocryphal. Thank you. Oh. What does it mean? What's the definition? Uh, fake. Uh, yeah, like just sort of like an idea, like a story that like kind of like a tall tale, essentially. Okay. Like, well, yeah. well, folks... You know who you're writing into, right? It's well, sounds, sounds like three or four knew that one. Yeah. Oh, are you in your $15 words? No, these Chris, are just answer words. Chris got it. It was like trivia. And then you were like, yeah, I knew that too. <laughs> yeah, I knew that too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I knew that. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a Star Wars name right here. <laughs> so you should have gotten Grand Moff Apocryphal. Oh, actually, hey, not too bad, dude. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the next Disney Plus show. <laughs> Apparently, his father, who taught him Taekwondo, was a huge fan of the Destroyer book series that Remo Williams was based on. Oh, boy. <laughs> his father was very excited when the movie came out, and Remo Williams was a perennial movie in his house growing up. That Jeez. sucks. Yikes. That really fucking sucks. So he was like one of the 20. Yeah. <laughs> when my instructor started, I think there's like, I think all the 20 listened to this show too, because we got a Probably. lot of people saying that they like grew up on that movie and it kind of, I dodged a bullet. I have no child idea. abuse. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> when my instructor started, uh, started teaching, he began calling the technique Monkey Steals the Peach as a joking reference to the movie. And of course, he never bothered to explain that to us college kids. I always believed that, that it was the authentic name for the technique. I thought, I thought it was, and even uh, referred to it as that way in front of more of my junior students when I was teaching. Not only did Remo Williams invent that name for the move, what the fuck? <laughs> but that's me now. Like, wow. You're having <laughs> your mind blown, dude. I, my brother had one of those like karate books or whatever, and it yeah. was in there. And I think it said Monkey Steals the Peach? It says Monkey Steals the Peach. I don't know. I think this is 
it might go both ways. I want more dojo people to write in. <laughs> now, folks, we have to disavow this uh, this year letter writer because uh, we know that Monkey Steals the Peach is the real deal. <laughs> uh, so, okay, but uh, uh, I've played a permanent part attaching that name to it in reality. So in, in answer to your question, the technique itself is real, but the name is not. Thanks okay. for reading. I hope to see you when you return to Philly. Alex. There you go. Yeah, I do think that you know I, I I'm with Eric here. I, I very rarely side with Eric, but if you saw it in a book and you knew that from that book, it's yeah. not just a regional thing, you know. It's uh yeah. it's, well Books anyway, don't lie. did Books anyone never... ever go to a karate class? Is my question in this room. No, nope. oh, I'm so glad I asked. I don't, I don't I don't know Chris Kevin's karate story. Oh, it's great, Kevin. The floor is yours. Oh no, I ha- I took karate classes for Ooh. like a year. Uh and then I stopped doing it. <laughs> that's it wasn't yeah, there like, something about like you went because there was like a coupon and then you never went back oh no 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 you, a whole year you tried to do this yeah oh i thought I it was got, one and done i got like i forget what the um how you ascend after white but like i got like the second level oh so, like, yellow yeah, yeller yeah, I got a, I got a yellow belt, and uh, and You're then a I, yellow uh, belly too. I am. I, I'm a yellow belly. Until <laughs> you stop going, my yellow led better. <laughs> no, I I never did. My uh my niece actually takes taekwondo now. Oh wow! Because I feel like it it's kind of a thing that you just like throw kids into, so they're not home all the time. Hmm. Uh, my buddy's dad was is in the jujitsu hall of fame, and when I was mm-hmm. in. When I was in, uh, like, I was like 13 years old, we we're all just sitting around being jerks. And <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm going to test your dad. And there was a knife in the room. And I literally went after him with the knife and I was disarmed in seconds. I mean, I wasn't going to stab him. Dude, did he throw just... you to the floor and like break some teeth? No, he. J- I was on the floor in like seconds. Really? Wow. Yeah. This dude fucked you up, huh? Mm-hmm. So exactly. That's great. Wait, the martial arts work. They did. Exactly. Huh. So, that- and, you know, I, I wanted to spice it up, so I brought a knife to the proceedings, for sure. <laughs> and if, I believe I know who you're talking about. This guy was also a police officer? Yes, he was a police officer. So, yeah, yep, this guy was ready to, ready to drop me. Is he in the uh, <laughs> new uh, Alien uh, Nicolas Cage movie, Jiu-Jitsu? No, but I want to find out. I want to yeah. I want to know exactly what that movie's about. Well, I really am interested. Well, if he's the king of jujitsu, I would hope he would be in a movie called Jujitsu. I just I can't believe. I mean, Steve, I saw something for that movie like ages ago, and like Nicolas Cage puts out eight movies a year, so you know there's no reason to pay attention right away. And then you sent that description, and I was like, aliens are in this movie. <laughs> I he, thought it was just like that, you know, sort of like that Matt Damon movie. If <laughs> Nicolas Cage is just going to be waiting around for like another Mandy every once in a while, he's yeah. going to keep doing that every once in a while. He's doing the new um, uh, Sion Sono movie. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's doing a, a, a it's him and that Ed Screel guy from Deadpool. Oh, Ed Screen, I believe. Yes, yes, that guy. Oh, see, we all knew that, Chris, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sorry, who? Uh, he's the bad guy in the first Deadpool. Oh, the British who guy. Who yeah. could fucking remember? Okay, yeah. Um, to answer everybody's question, that is a cat right behind me on that side there. Oop, right, that's how that goes. There he is. Uh, that's a, a sleeping cat. He's just not gonna move. <laughs> he's it not is what moving, it is. Huh? He's sleeping. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Steve, man. Put him to bed. Put him to bed. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who's who's up next, y'all? I believe uh, this is me. Yeah, okay. that's you. Uh, the letter is my life for you, Jigsaw. Oh, jeez. <clears throat> jeez, Hello. Louise. Hello, uh, we hate movies, and thank you for your incredible spooktocular. Uh, to, it, it, it should be tucular, but, yeah, but it, wait, wait, I, all of us knew that. That's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a different toque, dude. That's a Canadian toque. But it's a T O Q U E, so that's toque. This, per, this person knows what they're doing. Uh, which got me and so many other through a really fucked up October. Thank you so much. Um, totally. I wanted to share an experience with Sawtooth 15 years ago. I was in grade 11, or as the Americans say, a junior grade nice. 11. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we say grade 11 as well. We well, do, we, right? we, do, we do it stupidly. We go 11th grade. Yes. And also, and taking what turned out to be my favorite class in high school. And by the way, favorite's got a U in it. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? The fuck? A U inside of a say, word. Would, is this that a Pink Floyd album? Please. <laughs> if Please. I hit, if I hit that, I'd have to ask you guys what it what it was. How do you uh, say that? How do you say favorite? What an idiot. What an ignorant idiot I am. Uh <laughs> class at high school world religions. The teacher was a great man named Mr. Heather Heatherton. Uh Heatherington, Heatherington, uh, who was enthusiastic about all things history, religion, and culture. Nice. Part of the class curriculum was to take us on a two-day trip to Toronto to visit places of worship and cultural centers from various different religions, so we could expand our teeny milk toast worlds a bit. Wow, it's a really good class. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Your favorite. Uh, my world religions teacher from high school uh, got arrested for uh, offering iTunes gift cards in, in exchange for sexual favors from a student. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> yeah, he never took us on no field trips, though. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> the new Taylor Swift for Hanji. Well, back then, what would be it? The new Lisa Loeb for yes. uh, <laughs> Indeed. Oh wait, I'm all out of fifty dollar gift cards. All I got to twenty five. You better make it worth my while. <laughs> oh man, yeah. disgusting! The um, new fashion pop gives is a double record. <laughs> That's a lot of tracks. That's a lot of tracks. If a creep ever gives you a gift card like that while you're on iTunes, why don't you give us a rating and review? Maybe five (laughs) stars. Our milk to- t- teeny milk toast worlds a bit. Uh, the trip was awesome for many reasons. Besides the tours, we stayed in a hostel downtown, and our teacher also made sure we had plenty of time, some time to roam around Chinatown and Ken- Kensington Market nice. and to try foods we never tried before. It seems small, but this is a big deal for us, for sure. Yeah, like you can get very insular in high school. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I had Indian food until I was like nineteen years old. What an idiot I was. Yeah, no, I very very late in life for a lot of that stuff. And again iTunes gift card. Okay. Like <laughs> your, your teacher did a great thing here, folks. Uh, another thing we couldn't get in our hometown was a giant move was, was giant movie theater screens and Mr. He- Heathering Heatherington. Just call, him Mr. Just call him Mr. Belvedere, dude. Mr. I, knew, I knew, I knew it was Heatherington. <laughs> I think you know slightly what? before you, I'm going to start going Mr. H and then oh, Mr. Yeah. H was cool. Oh, you know, Mr. H was cool <laughs> enough to get us, uh, tickets to see Sawtu at Scotiabank theater, which in retrospect might have detail derailed all of his attempt to make us more cultured. Saw too. I mean, I would just, I, 
I don't know. See, a horror movie for all the kids? A little question mark there. I don't know. I got to say, though, this is this uh, email is sending me because the Scotiabank Theater is where they would do all the press screenings for the Toronto Film Festival. And I'm very curious if, if the letter writer or any other Torontonians out there are watching right now, let me know in the chat what they're doing with that theater. Did they close it down? Are they demolishing that building? Inquiring Mind wants to know. Uh... I still think it was really cool for a straight-laced teacher to get us tickets to a slasher movie on a school trip. And for the record, he did not go to see Saw 2 and instead went alone to see the Canadian war movie. Oh, this is a tough one. Passchendaele. Passchendaele. Wow, guys, go. come on. <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Uh, but I had no interest in Saw 2, not because I was too good for it. I've never been uh, too good for a movie, but, but I promised someone I'd go see it with them the next week on a date, and I thought it'd be less fun if I do the twists and kills already. Yeah, now you're in a tough situation. Absolutely. Oh, someone, uh, so hang on here. We got uh, someone better than us. Poshendale. That's, so that, I was, that's I was exactly very what close. I said. Very close. Eric had uh, it right. I heard it right. Mm -hmm. He had it immediately. Um, yeah. <laughs> Blah, 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 and, and known all the twists and kills already. After the opening trailers, uh, which included uh, the trailer for Hostel and scared the shit out of my classmates, I went, uh, uh, I, I went to do more exploring around King West. After reuniting with my classmates, who, uh, uh, of course, I left, uh, who, of course, assumed I left because I couldn't take the scary movie, I grew <laughs> concerned that Jigsaw had radicalized some of my classmates. What? Particular particularly the boys. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. Boys, boys are stupid. Uh, they spent the whole night talking about how Jigsaw actually had some good points. <laughs> and that <laughs> after seeing Saw 2, they thought it was imperative that they would really appreciate life more. Are you serious? Look, is it better to get, you know, help people get over their addiction or a jaw ripper device? Well, I mean, to be <laughs> it's fair, just a better use of funds. In Canada, the most dangerous thing that can happen is being trapped in a room somehow, like <laughs> locking yourself in your closet or something. Even after some of the guys busted out the cheap, shitty beer they'd smuggled in yep. and started getting shitty high school drunk, they were still trying to analyze whether or not certain characters of the movie deserve to die. Yikes, dude. Yikes times five, ladies Naturally, and gentlemen. Naturally, the biggest thought running through my head was, get me out of here. <laughs> After going to six separate temples, synagogues, and mosques, it appears that the word of Saul was, <laughs> was the most influential religion on the subset of my classmates. Back at school, for a short wow. period of time, the, the phrase, want to play a game? was the edgiest edgelord thing you could say to someone. It was exhausting. I considered, uh, it was so exhausting, I considered canceling the date, canceling the date to go see it myself, but my but high school me was a real beggars can't be choosers kind of gal. Oh, geez. Uh, eventually, my classmates uh, moved on from the religion of Saw, but the obsession with torture porn carried, carried over to Hostel. Someone uh, even briefly came to the coolest kid in our, our grade when he downloaded a rip of Wolf Creek and started selling burnt TV, burnt DVDs to the school kids at two dollars a piece. What was the, was that movie outlawed in Canada? I mean, I know I know it's Australian, but what was the problem there? It's a pretty nasty one. I don't know. Never no, thought. Oh, uh, it's you know, don't don't. Yeah, Just don't. It, it's not very good. Uh, I eventually transferred to an art school the next year, and even but even in my thirties, I don't understand how one piece of pop culture to take over my school was uh, wasn't a song or a new sexy TV show or a hot band, but a terribly made torture porn movie that made 
that helped take one of the worst subgenres of twenty first film in the mainstream. Ugh. Do you guys uh, do you guys know how people took certain movies? Way do you guys know people who took certain movies way too seriously? And did it ever get to a point where it concerned you? Keep up the great work, Br. B. Arthur wrote in. Thank you so much, B. Arthur, oh, from Beyond the Grain. Really, really Ma! <laughs> I loved you in the holiday special of Star Wars. Ma, we can't go to see Soar 2. <laughs> Ma, you know how you get when you see a man's head in a bear trap. <laughs> I know you're a huge Tobin Bell fan. But we oh, can't man. do it. And then Blanche is going on a date with a creepy old guy in a hood. And he's like, he wants to play a game. It's going to be exciting. Oh, my God, Sophia, he wants to play a game with me. He, he, he puts the hood back, and it's actually Tobin Bell. Ah! <laughs> All right, Blanche, the only way you're going to get out of this situation is if you don't have sex with the guy from Empty Nest, even though that is <laughs> what you love to do. I'm going to lock you in this golden palace. <laughs> <laughs> Did she fuck that doctor? I if think he... No, I think he was fucking Dorothy. Actually, he was. He, I think he winds up marrying her. Possibly. I yeah, I don't remember, but I I think that might be right. We're on season six now, so we're almost there. We got Spoiler one more. Apologies. Now I, I already knew how the show ended. It's fine. <laughs> um. Oh, so uh, taking movies way too seriously. Well, you know, there was always like Jim Carrey kid. So at any point, whenever yeah. like the next one was released, that was the one that someone was taking too far. Yeah, I think I took Star Wars too seriously since I even had books of like, here's the diagrams of the spaceships, everyone. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of had those with the Enterprise. Yeah. I saw a lot of people who were like really insane about like adaptations that they, that they got it wrong. Like they picked the wrong thing. They got very like obsessed about the that that aspect of it. Oh, but, sure. But nothing like too insane like that. That's pretty disturbing. I well, gotta say. you know what someone in the chat just reminded me of because Chris, we did also have these in our high school Matrix kids. Oh, Matrix oh, kids. Yeah, where it, describe this for me. So they came to school every day dressed like Neo, almost Neo and Trinity, like specifically in the scene, like towards the end where they like you know, go into the lobby of the building and it's the big shootout. I wouldn't be going into uh, high school in the late 90s or yep. early, early aughts and with a large trench coat on. Yeah, right. Dude, it was like the leather or faux leather black duster, those fucking terrible sunglasses where it was just like nose clip. It didn't yeah. have any like ear clip on it, you know? Yeah, we, we had a couple of Matrix kids. They I were... Mean, it happens. Kids are stupid. They latch on to the nearest thing to them, and it's it's a phase. I mean, but Saw too. I mean, to be moved by Saw too really does disturb me a I little mean, bit. I mean, yeah. that like you know, even Jigsaw had some good ideas. <laughs> That's kind of. I feel also like if there's discussions about like like on this world religions field trip where you're discussing like who among that cast maybe did deserve to die <laughs> you got to tell that teacher yes <laughs> mr hetherington we got some you know people are making two kill lists on the field trip you know <laughs> i don't know that's look, a little rough look maybe it sounds a little crazy to put people in a, a pit full of syringes <laughs> maybe that sounds a little but maybe that's what they need okay Ian in the chat uh, makes a good point. Uh, oh, the craft girls. Ian in the chat makes a good point that there might be Joker kids now, and that's just going to oh, be gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Joker kids, the thing that really stinks is like outside of the Halloween costume. Yeah. I got, a I got really into Fight Club for a long time. 
Were you wearing like Tyler Tyler Durden's like big uh, jacket that he had there? Were you wearing that around? No, I had yellow sunglasses because I thought I looked as cool as Brad Pitt, which I'm sure I did. Oh, Um, I think so. Yeah, for sure. sure. Mm -hmm. I definitely think so. And we like there was we would do like bullshit fight clubs in my friend's basement and that just really? didn't work out. Yeah, Wait, like actually fight each other. Yeah, man. Because you, you you what are you what are you gonna do? What, yeah. what are you gonna do? You're 17. What are you gonna do? I, I went for reasons. I did a backyard wrestling for a little bit. Really? Oh, was yeah. this in, and you learned karate to, to take it to the next level. Uh, yes, yes. No, this is way after the karate. Era. <laughs> did you were steal you... a peach there when you were in the backyard? <laughs> I do believe I stole a peach or two. How uh, how intense are we talking? Because some of that backyard wrestling got fucking crazy, dude. Was it anyone was, getting it... run over with a car? No, I think I got hit with a chair like twice. <laughs> oh man! Um, cool. And I was not around to see it. That's... Can we see no, 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 no. This is with uh, only Andrew will know this with Mikey D and Brian M. Oh, okay. Little little B A before Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those names have been changed to protect the innocent. Yeah. <laughs> they're not correct. They're not right. When we're vaccinated, I think we're at the back of the line. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. Probably yeah. next winter. It's like literally everybody in the country and then professional uh, podcasters. Well, yeah. oh, oh, once you find out that you did backyard wrestling, you go right to the back. <laughs> I mean, you get kicked. You punted right. But what I'm saying, Chris, <laughs> is when we're back in studio for real, we should hit yeah. you with a chair. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Yes, sure. exactly. Yeah. You know, preferably like when you're taking a bath and you don't hear us coming, like on The Simpsons. Uh, one of our one of our uh, Canadian friends uh, writes and Martin says we had Ginger Snaps girls up here. Great yeah, totally. good movies. Great cookies. Yeah. Good <laughs> cookies. Martin well. or Martin? Either or. Martin. Uh, up in Canada, I don't know about Martin, but maybe <laughs> you never know. Uh, someone says this might be too niche. I was also an Anastasia girl, not gonna lie. What does that involve? No, what, yeah, what, what you're uh, dressing up in a bunch of gowns and fur coats, and then your family's murdered. Are you, are you just Russian? <laughs> are you just Russian? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, or did you? Was there a guy in your school that you kept trying to kill over and over again, but he wouldn't die? Is that how that works? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, I love it. Uh, okay. Ooh. Uh, okay. This next email, Chris Cavett, and ladies and gentlemen uh, in the studio audience, strap in. Uh, ghost sex. Uh, <laughs> Already. All right. Uh, hey, WHM. I wanted to share this horrifying tale about a kid I rode uh, the bus with while in middle school. Based on the title, you probably know where this is headed. Absolutely, you do not. Um, no, you don't, because instantly no, no, no. I just thought, like, oh, it's a story, a nice story about two friends watching Ghostbusters. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, or MacGruber happened. You finally saw <laughs> oh, it. Great. Right. I um, wish it was Ghostbusters and they have sex because Bustin makes them feel good. It's true. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, that part, too. Marie oh. Curie sucked me off. <laughs> <laughs> Come back here, baby. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> um, Aaron and I rode the bus together during middle school. He Aaron. Was, he was small, strange, had too much confidence, and lied all the time. I know Steve, that guy. When did you change your name to Steve? <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> when did I ever have confidence? Never. All <laughs> oh, right, that was the dead giveaway. This makes me think of TRL guy from uh, from our past, Andrew. 
Oh, uh, oh, yeah. A guy who 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 lied about going to be on TRL in a week. For, and, and it carried over from <laughs> high school into college. And then he was going to be on every week. He was going to be on TRL, but it, it never kept, happened. It got pushed back all uh, the time. <laughs> kept getting pushed back. And the thing that was for so what? stupid oh. for nothing. And the thing that was dumb as hell was the the guy was an incredibly incredibly talented musician. Yeah, and and. It was fun, and we loved watching him play. He was incredibly talented, but then it was just, I'm going to be on TRL, and it's like, dude, no, you're not. Nobody thinks that's going to happen. Yeah, you know, the show's been off the air, but I bet if you ask them to this day, they're still just trying to decide on a date. Yeah, one day. <laughs> it, all got, it was yeah. paperwork, you know? It's the bureaucracy. Yeah, uh, yeah. The ball's <laughs> in the air quite right now. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh Okay. Uh, usually these lies were small and insignificant. He said Bruce Willis was his uncle. But it's that's kind of uncle. a believable kind of, you know what I mean, Steve? Because it's not Will, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Steve know. Oh, he's my uncle. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay <laughs> that's not not too out of the ballpark. Next one in that he owned mm-hmm. land on the moon. Okay, uh, now which which he proved with the sad certificate ma- made on Microsoft Paint. Oh, that's cool. One yeah, deed to the moon, please. Try telling <laughs> that to the Chinese government when they own it. Signed <laughs> the president with a Z. Uh, and, that, and that he could go to local bars whenever he wanted and get served. He was 13. I uh, see, I need a little more detail on that one. Like, why? Like, because you're saying he was like a small, weird-looking kid. So, like, was he small and weird-looking to the extent they look like Danny DeVito, and that's why he wasn't getting carded? Well, maybe. <laughs> no, I just think, I think he was just like a little kid that wanted to feel big. So he's like, yeah, I get I never get carded because I'm so cool. Right. Yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. is my uncle, and I own the moon. That's such a problem. Kids yes. like that need to be beaten. <laughs> I say that yeah. that's a joke if you don't like me saying it. Well, like like tiny <laughs> Napoleon kids, like you don't need any of that stuff. Yeah, Camille writes in. Uh, you can get those certificates though, but it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Charles Parker. You know, I um, uh, I own a piece of the moon. It's called my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got food from the moon. Uh, that, it was very good. I can uh, show yeah. you where an American landed back there if you want. All right, Mary, here, we, here we go. Mary, um, Mary, uh, I own the moon, Mary. I'll, put, I'll bring it down for you. And Bruce Willis is my uncle. <laughs> Mr. Potter is going to give me a loan so I can buy the moon. Uh, here we go. Gonna be on Total Request Live. Snail <laughs> says Bruce Willis is my uncle, actually. Oh, well, you know what? Get us uh photo us a- photo evidence. We all yeah. hate movies at gmail.com or didn't have hey, exactly. hi, Rory Willis. Yeah, we don't believe you, Rory yeah. Willis. I hope you sounded uh, you felt big tonight. Uh okay. Uh he lied a lot, but we mostly didn't mind because uh riding the bus was boring and his stories were entertaining enough. Uh, we didn't like the stories he told about having sex with ghosts, though. Those were strange. <sighs> Aaron lived next to a graveyard. More accurately, he lived on top of the graveyard. Oh, sure. His house had originally been home to the caretaker, but had <laughs> since been sold off when they passed. So his parents were the new caretakers, or they just no. lived in a cemetery? No, he was always the caretaker. Ah, thank you, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, after that axe murder, that fucking place opened right up. I think the demarcation like changed, and they sold the house as a separate entity, Got and it. the land like directly around it was like 
siphoned off. I bet that I, I really hope though that they got it for a steal because you would have to literally pay me to live adjacent to a cemetery. Really? Get out of here. Oh, of course. What? Yes. I mean, it depends on the, the lot. There's, you know, there's a lot. Of You're consider- all Salem's lot, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing. If you can harness the power of ghosts, maybe beyond for sexual reasons. Also, a powerful <laughs> mage. Dad you know the oh. deal here. It's like, oh, they're going to give it to us for a song because they're at a graveyard. You don't believe in ghosts, do you? <laughs> you also- and your uncle Billy- Bruce Willis don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> Whenever the zombie apocalypse or the ghost apocalypse happened, you're one of the first ones to know. You're yeah. right there. You're also- like... Sure. Kill, I kill, like that. kill me fast. Kill me yeah. fast. And then you you can join the Legion of the Dead. You know, I don't have to see the breakdowns on like Rachel Maddow on CNN about like, oh my God, the zombie apocalypse. No, I just see them happening. I have a heart attack and you know, I die right there. Chris, that reminds me. I bet you anything when the zombie apocalypse inevitably comes, Steve Kornacki is going to do a great job of being up on that big board being like, and now this county has fallen to the zombies. <laughs> Got some more zombies coming in here. <laughs> now you think there would be more zombies in Kentucky, but weirdly, they're all honestly. <laughs> let me just in New Hampshire. Double tap there. That's a shaded area because the zombies haven't completely taken it over. We're going to shade that. <laughs> uh, yeah, only nine. Uh, only fifty uh, percent of carcasses are in here, so we're going to check back on this county uh-huh. as <laughs> it comes in. This is going to probably happen before the end of the year. Right? I mean, it would have to. Right. Uh, uh, the results in Maricopa County. Um, they're going to call it a night. Everybody's going home. They're going to be back here first thing tomorrow, Steve. We we hear uh, to keep it going here in the zombie percentage count in Maricopa <laughs> County. <laughs> Uh, okay, so one October morning, Aaron got on the bus and triumphantly shouted, I did it! I finally did it! Uh, being that it was 6.45 a.m. and the fact that Aaron spewed shit almost every single day, no one paid much attention to him. 6.45 in the morning? You're already on the school bus, my God! I was that, I had to be on Same. the school bus around that time, yeah. Oh, I, uh, think, uh, I think mine was like 6.30. Yeah, I, I I was like I was like ready to go by six. I um, was getting out of bed at like seven fifteen. Fucker, son of a bitch. No one paying much attention. As he settled into his seat, he said it again. I did it, guys. I really did it. I finally had sex. We all get the horns up. We all collectively groaned. One guy, Dan took the bait and asked him who he had had sex with. Dan, well, so here's the thing. Dan wasn't taking the bait. Dan was like, let's exploit this a little it's, further. It's gonna Ever heard of it. Garmin Electra, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Just saying, uh, she and I got it on. <laughs> the Hawaiian traffic bus broke down in front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, da, 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 da. Well, I don't like to speak out of school, but uh, the whole cast of Party of Five and I had sex. <laughs> Every last one of them. We were all closer to free. <laughs> Ever heard of a little person known as Kathy Ireland? <laughs> um, so, well. Her name is Sarah, and she's older. 
<laughs> Aaron said, smiling from ear to ear. Love Again, it. we all groaned. It was hard enough to believe he had had sex, but with an older woman, no chance. <laughs> Dan, ever the shit starter, followed yeah. up. Fucking Dan. Love uh, it. Dan, dude. Dan. Dan. Uh, followed up asking where he'd met the older woman. Aaron sat back in his seat with a very satisfied look on his face and said, she's a ghost. <laughs> she came to my room last night. <laughs> now, now, with uh, uh, now with this new bit of information, our ears perked up and Aaron held court. I'll spare you the details. Why would you spare me How, the details? You know, I, am, I almost want to cancel the reading of the rest of this email. Sparing us those details? No, no, no. no. What is going on here? Did you fuck that ghost I in the ass? I right need to back. know this. Right I want a, I, I want a Warren report called yes, to fucking investigate the situation and then give me a full report of what happened. We need it. We need a follow-up email on the next mailbag episode. Also, I'm not even kidding. That's what the, the, the new the second tenant movie should be about that. What they if it's go real? back to do that? What if it was like a boy who cried wolf and he was right. actually fucking ghost, dude? Oh, the, uh, the ghost of Jelaine Maxwell having sex with minors, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hello! Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Chris ever sounding like the disappointed dad. Uh, but essentially, he had awakened he, he had awakened in the night to find Sarah sitting at the foot of his bed. Sarah. She she was, of course, really hot. Of course, and, yeah. And per Aaron was really stacked. Um, <laughs> is he 78 years old? Look at the bosom on this woman that was murdered in the Civil War. Ectoplasm, right? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nope, ectoplasm. Look, I'm just saying, this ghost could have been in penthouse. That's all I'm saying, guys. But I heard ghosts can't do it. <laughs> um, he admitted it hadn't lasted long, which seems strange looking back. No, you know what? I I think he it's was true. like, you know what? I cannot, I cannot one lie to these kids on the bus and say I fucked a ghost, but then also double that lie and say that I fucked that ghost for four hours. By the way, you were just <laughs> masturbating and imagining somebody. It wasn't a ghost. <laughs> it was just your imagination, you stupid kid. Yeah. Um, you were jerking off to something that was on liquid television and you kind of <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> we don't know how many ghosts are around us at all times. So every time you do True. masturbate, maybe a ghost jumps under it. You know, we, <laughs> we, oh all, we all had very weird thoughts while watching Eon Flux for the few, you know, first two times. Okay. Absolutely. It just happens that way. You've never um, seen anything like it. It's just weird. Um, Two things, dude. She was dead and she was stacked. Okay. <laughs> Take it from your friend Aaron, whose cousin, whose uncle is Bruce Willis and owns property on the moon. This definitely happened. Uh, I'm telling you, she was a quadruple DG, uh, which I think is what they call stacked in the fashion world. Um, okay. He gave. He gave details that I don't feel comfortable thinking about. Come on, let alone typing. God, you coward. Uh, <laughs> even as a 30-year-old man, uh, at the end of his story, uh, uh, Neil yelled, ghost fucker. 
at the top of his lungs. And now, wait, there's just this new person named Neil? Yeah, yeah we're going to introduce Neil. <laughs> this is not the pilot of, this is not the first episode of Freaks and Geeks, you know? Ecto Sugar! Love it. When we met on the internet, I was haunting his computer. <laughs> uh, I was a ghost in his machine. Aaron is only 14 years old, and his partner <laughs> is 461. Well, you know, it's I, I used to be able to just watch pornography and jerk off on my computer, but now every time she switches it and just it's a picture of her dead corpse. Uh, <laughs> Annabeth she, was decapitated shortly after the signing of the Magna Carta. <laughs> and she says that I have to jerk off to the corpse picture. Uh, it's, a, it's a loving relationship, though. She's very comforting. Eric, did you just make some good head joke that we yeah, told you? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Uh, also funny. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's the name of the boob comedy that this would be, uh, you know, adapted from. But I think we got the ingredients for a great movie here. The zombie apocalypse is happening, and, right. and Bruce Willis has to stop it. Like, oh, these fucking ghosts are fucking kids. And this is obscene. <laughs> I got to go to the moon but to also- bury the amulet. The protagonist, right? So maybe like John McClane's like a side prod. Now he's John McClane. It's not just Bruce Willis. Yeah, of course. It's just John yeah. McClane. But that maybe, franchise is tr- toast. You're good yeah, to go. His nephew has to move into a cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Ghost right. heart. Ghost heart. Yeah. The, ghost, the ghost ghosts heart. that give you er- erections. So what did Neil say? What's Neil up okay. to now? It's the Neil Chronicles? No, he just say he just called him a, 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 a ghost fucker oh, at the top great. of his log. Uh, uh, a few weeks later, Aaron said it happened again. Some listened <laughs> oh, to his story, but it most, happened again. But most writers uh, had lost interest. Oh, that's too bad. A few a few weeks after that, he said she'd visited a third time. What did they oh. just talk that time? Just visited. Yeah. Look, uh, we're just gonna sleep together, okay? I'm not really comfortable this <laughs> yeah. time. I'm sorry, you know, but like, <laughs> you know, we're intimate enough. Uh, a few weeks, uh, yeah, da, da, da. but by the time, no one cared. Uh, there were no <laughs> more stories of ghost sex after that. Or Aaron moved a year later. I'm unsure if he and the ghost were able to make it work long distance. Uh, so, WHM, any paranormal experiences, sexy or not, uh, like a fine wine, you get better with age. Uh, thanks for all you do, Duke from Milwaukee. Mm. First of all, Duke. awesome fucking name. Yeah. That That rules. Uh, ghost story. Definitely no sexy ghost story. No, yeah, not that, yeah, not that no, I, I never, I never had, I never had the pleasure. I, I oh. got uh, drunk on a ghost tour in New Orleans. Oh yes, that was fun. Did you see anything? No, no, no. They were just talking about all this like really, really grotesque shit that was happening, and I was like, just getting drunk on this very sugary, very alcoholic punch that they had given me. Yeah, for, uh, for very discounted prices. <laughs> yeah, I did one of those as well, and the there were there were guys who were there because I think you know during the football season they they they're yeah. Philly dudes that went to see the Saints play in New Orleans, and they were like falling asleep on their feet drunk, kind of. A Whoa, thing. on this ghost tour? Yes, and to the point where the guy <laughs> and it was amazing because the guy's like, uh, and the guy's like, do you know? And it was I, I forget what it was. It was a medical question where he's like. Do you know why uh, you bleed out because of this thing? And the guy's like, 
Because your brain's and he just like woke up out of nowhere and knew the answer. And then he's oh, like, really? I'm, and he's like, I'm actually a doctor. And then he went like back to sleep. That's then, incredible. We're in we're in New Orleans, and the guy had to be like, guys, you know what? I'm gonna refund you. You can leave the tour. Because it was wow. just really Whoa. that bad. That's wow. incredible. One I time was, we had an yeah. almost paranormal experience. Well, I wasn't having it. So here's what went down. My great grandmother, my nana. Uh, lived to be, I believe, the ripe old age of 94. Wow. Uh, towards the end of her life, though, she was you know, definitely having health problems and whatnot. And one night, it, my mother was like, hey, kids, we're all going to go. It was like a Friday night. We're all going to go over to Nana's, you know, and we'll order pizzas, kind of just hang out, you know, get some time with Nana before things get even worse kind of a thing. So we're over there. I'll never forget this. We're, we're eating pizza. We're watching Roseanne. Or no, we ordered the pizza. We're watching Roseanne, ordered the pizza. And my mom goes, my Nana said something like, oh, what are we doing for dinner? And my mom goes, oh, Nana, we ordered pizza. And she goes, uh, oh, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, did you get enough for everybody? And my mom goes, well, yeah, Nana, you know, we just got a, a large pizza. It's just me and you and the kids. And she goes, well, yes, me and you and the children. But what about the two men in the white coats? And pointed to the doorway. And I just remember, like... I, I didn't even know what to think of that. I didn't even like, I was too scared to shit my pants, like too scared to shit, man. And it was yeah. and my mother and my mother handled it beautifully. It was just kind of like, a okay, the pizza's on its way. Let's all enjoy the antics of the Connor family. Well, I would be like, uh, they, those guys can't, I, I need two slices. Those guys cannot get an extra slice. They those could guys. maybe like split one or something. I don't know. <laughs> I've got a little bit of a ghost yarn, perhaps. Ooh. Um, you know, I grew up in the Catskill Mountains and, you know, very kind of remote. Uh, One of the most haunted mountain ranges, I feel, in, in the world, maybe. Well, you go, Yeah, I, and we would go camping, not at, like, campgrounds. We would just trespass, you know, and just fucking uh, just go camping. And I would see, I, I've seen orbs of light moving around through the woods. In retrospect, sure, this could have been a crazy person with a flashlight, but it yeah. was quite scary. Um at the time, Crazy I got another one. Does anybody have it? Well, I don't want to step on anybody. Can I, 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 I ain't got no good stories. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you never ran into like Son of Sam ring? <laughs> no, no. Well, no. Everyone in the Bronx says a Son of Sam tried to kill me story. Oh, like, really? really? Like yeah. There was my friend's mother was just like, "Oh my god!" You know, the son, there was they, they, I was getting calls around then, and I guarantee you, it was oh. the Son of Sam tried to kill me. Swear to God. Swear to God. Oh, man, that's kind of crazy. I got an Italian ice, and they said he could have been three blocks away. I was in the bathroom at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> well, I, I grew up right around right around where all that was, by the way, the Son of Sam area. Um, yeah, you you were right. Oh, you were that close to it? Oh, yeah, I was in an Italian neighborhood in the Bronx, man. That's it. Shit. Whatever anyone said that, you should have been like, you're not pretty enough. <laughs> that's what I want to be like. It's like oh, oh, yeah, you're the son, you think you're Son of Sam pretty? You're not Son of Sam pretty. <laughs> <laughs> a talking dog wouldn't even talk to you. Tim Cooney has a question for Steve Sadek, but did you run into Son of Sam's dog? I did not. <laughs> um, a dog talked to me once, but that's a story for another day. Oh, right, Steve, that's... find your soulmate. <laughs> Doesn't that dog run the Bronx Elks Club? <laughs> no, no, Chris, I cut you off with my bullshit Son of Sam okay. story. So, uh, uh, Towards the end of my grandmother's life, uh, uh, she was in the hospital, and I, me and my grandfather would go visit her uh, at least a couple times a week. Yeah. So we would have, uh, and my mom worked at a hospital. 
Uh, so we would have these lunches at this gross cafeteria that had almost like nothing. It, it was oh. like awful food. On site? Uh, You're talking on site? It, it was on site. It was on site. Yeah. yeah uh, so we would every and my uh, of course my my grandfather thought this was great. He was like, oh man, finally. Uh, <laughs> he would eat like big salads and instead of blue cheese. He would put tartar sauce on it. Oh <laughs> no! That's uh, wow. And my mom tried to my mom tried to correct him on this on numerous occasions to no avail. Um, so one time uh, we're talking and he's like, he's like, you know, it's weird to be sleeping alone in the bed these nights. I'm like, yeah, I, I imagine like this is right. like, pretty heavy shit. I'm like, oh fuck, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. How, how yeah. old were you at the time, dude? I mean, this I would have been thirteen. Okay. Like I don't think you're emotionally young. mature to have that. Con- I've known you a long time. I don't think you're emotionally mature enough to have that conversation until like three years ago. I yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it was. It just really threw me into it head first. So I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know, and sometimes you know, usually I'd usually I could hit, I could you know, tap her and she would take care of her friend there, and uh, uh, and I was like, uh, like, did you guys have a, a pet? And he's like. No, 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 no. Her friend that lived in the closet. Oh, my God, dude. Did you run screaming out of the room? <laughs> no, it's just like I, I was just very confused. I was like, oh, God, am I do I have to get my mom because she had she was still paying for stuff up at the <laughs> register. Uh huh. And he's like. You know, her friend died at a very young age and she, and she died at this house before we bought it. And she always said that her friend was in the closet. And I, you know, I kept on saying, like, I don't think that's true, honey. But, like, at some point, I, I just was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Wow. And he's, Mr- like, he's like, now it's like whenever I hear it, I just think, yeah, that's, that's, that's her friend there. Mr. Marbles? Wow. <laughs> uh, and so, okay, so real, really quickly, before Bruce has a heart attack in the chat room, uh, yes, we, we are seeing the news over the transom. Uh, very sad to report that Tiny Zeus Lister has passed away. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Well, now he's a ghost story. You happy? Oh, man. I don't want to say that. Are you happy, Bruce? <laughs> you know, that's what, ha- you know, not to be a dick, but that's what happens when you entangle with the Wishmaster, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The wish <laughs> Oh man, that is a bummer though, and it is, it a, is bummer a bummer that he is, the, he's it involved is. in the absolute most unnecessary, dumbest part of the Dark Knight. <laughs> it is. It is a. It's sad that he is actually that gone. Sucks, I mean, he's, it is. It is great. Whatever he appeared in. Either uh, you know, you know, no matter how it happened, obviously it's a tragedy. But if it was fucking COVID, dude, fuck you, Trump. Absolutely. God damn it. Oh well, that's that really that's a bummer, and I think to to make up for the bummer, I think we got to just keep reading some letters. Absolutely, I think it's your turn, and, buddy. Oh, it is my turn. You know what? Guys? Yeah, let's do the Indiana Jones one. Okay. Oh, I like it. Let's do it. Uh, hey, hey, uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Divorced Dads. <laughs> I, I really love that. I think that's that's a that's a contender for subject line of the episode here. That terrible uh, towel belongs in a museum. <laughs> All that mahogany furniture, Marion. He belongs in a, he belongs in a bar that opens early. <laughs> uh, hey guys, I have a story you might enjoy about my divorced dad, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and what an idiot I was as a child. My parents got divorced when I was pretty young. 
So like a lot of you divorced know. dads, <laughs> uh, like a lot of divorced dads who only have their kids on the weekend, my dad took me and my older sister, who got me into WHM a few years ago, right on, your sister's pretty cool, uh, to see some pretty bad movies over the years. I have a distinct memory of us all walking out of B-movie and going, what the hell was that? I imagine <laughs> they were doing Seinfeld impressions. Except for my, de- my divorced dad, who was like, I like the giant woman! <laughs> <laughs> See, your mother wasn't tall, kids. <laughs> uh, 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 but the kicker was when we went to see Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, now, guys, brace for this next part. Uh, and, you know, some, some folks at home were, you know, kind of around our age because get ready to die. Uh, that movie came out in May 2008, and we went to see it in June, right at the end of the school year. I was just finishing elementary school. Gog! Wow, wow. Gog! Big wow, wow, we were. Uh, Borat. Uh, <laughs> uh, but even at that age, I could recognize that movie was horseshit. My dad, my sister, and I roasted it pretty much the whole rest of the day, which that's that's got to be a fun memory. Uh, but uh, later that evening, my dad was on the phone with his girlfriend at the time, who would later become his third ex-wife. <laughs> Whoa, dude, racking up the numbers. Totally. <laughs> to have a third ex-wife, that's Jedi level. Yeah. <laughs> that's a Jedi divorce dad. That's man. Wow. And also, this is just dropping some nukes in this email, by the way. Uh, she had pretty much given up on making an effort with my older sister. Uh, but she was still trying to get me to like her. So she had sent me a congratulations on graduating elementary school card in the mail a few days prior. Years later, I realized, yeah, graduating elementary school isn't really a thing. <laughs> also, like, I don't know, like, mail is t- difficult because now mom's open. Like, who is this whore writing to you? Who is sending you these cards? <laughs> there is a whore congratulating my son on graduating. <laughs> Just just tell me this. Is her name Charlene? <laughs> Charlene loves offering up unwanted congratulations. I only <laughs> thought it was going to be Charlene. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so after my dad is on the phone with her for a bit that night, he says to her, Harley has something she wants to or Haley has something she wants to say to you and oh, hands no. me the phone. No. Clearly expecting me to thank her for the card. Fuck oh! off. That's not like your problem, dude. You know what? This fucking is... run an interference on you and your girlfriend. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this dad's a douche. But also, I think, you know, Haley, in this moment, uh, this is also an acceptable use of, I got to take a shit. <laughs> Look, uh, oh, Haley, I got to <laughs> get myself another Bud. Uh, I guess they changed an America beer. Uh, and I got to show you. Can you hold on to this for a minute? <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, and hands me the phone clearing. Like, blah, blah, blah. Okay, instead, I launch into a rant about how stupid the ending of Indiana Jones was. Nice. And how ridiculous the aliens were. And only when my dad gives me the most exasperated divorced dad look you ever saw did I remember to say, oh, and thanks for the card, and then hand him back the phone. <laughs> it didn't even come with like a scratch off lottery ticket. <laughs> that is the custom Elementary. up in my country. You can't be given lotto no. ki- tickets to kids. Yeah, maybe you can. Were you were you gifted lottery tickets as a oh, child? Yeah. My my aunts all the time. 
And what happened? It's fun to scratch him. Oh, no, well, there's then, a scratch. Scratchers, right? We're, yeah, just, we're yeah, all talking yeah, about scratchers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like that's innocuous enough. The but then what happens with the winnings? Uh, but I would I would get them to crash it for me. Yeah, an adult would do it. Yeah, but then what? If you're a kid, though, what is the adult doing with them? I, I'm not so poisoned by the world quite yet. As I, you know, you're looking back at this from here. Sure, sure. I see what you're saying. <laughs> uh, they got married like a year later and were divorced by the time I finished high school. Wow, that's a tough. A uh, couple of years for that dude. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was for non-Indiana Jones reasons. Uh, but who's to say? Anyway, thanks for all the laughs. Have you ever hated a movie so much that it caused a fight or some serious awkwardness with your family? Haley in D.C. Mm. My family didn't really care about movies. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, we watched. I mean, they liked. I They kind of liked anything they saw, you know, especially the dirty pictures. Oh, right. A lot of that Cinemax after hours and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Lots yes. of. A very strong opinions in the uh, more cabin households. Uh-huh. I bet from you, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. probably a little fucking hellion, huh? You just oh, like God. dressing down your parents about the usual hey, stuff. Hey, 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 I didn't start the thing. <laughs> I learned it from them. <laughs> I will. I will say. I mean, yeah, I don't have that, but I do. You know, divorced dad, and that's what you do. You go to the movies a bunch on on Sundays when you see him. So yeah, I saw a ton of movies that otherwise would not have, such as uh, oh God. What's that um, a psychic movie with Bronson Pinchot? We saw that. Um, oh, Second shit. Sight. Oh, yes. yeah. Yep. Um, John Marquette. Like, that's probably a stay tuned, by the way. Saw Wild movies movie. like The Rainmaker in theaters. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like you just go <laughs> yeah. there and it's like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's that, dude. I had like they fixed it, but I had like separated dad Christmas Eve. And that's how I saw Ernest scared or uh, Ernest saves Christmas for the first time. So like, that's like, I just associate that Christmas, uh, that movie with that, like weird Christmas. You'll get a weird Christmas. I, I did. I also, that is an also another divorced dad Christmas movie for me is the, uh, <laughs> Ernest, Ernest, uh, saves Christmas. I kind of want to rewatch that this year. It's been a while oh, yeah. since I've, uh, dived back into the Ernest verse. Uh, my my dad has a, uh, a a a vicious hatred for the third uh, in the before trilogy. No, before midnight. No, I can't. What the hell is problem? I can't believe any any father would have even seen those. My the last movie He's my like, father saw in the movie theater. Not a joke. Saving Private Ryan. I will, it up. Oh, wow. Movies are over. You can't top it. <laughs> I will bet you my bank account, neither of my parents know what those movies are. Not not a, not a single one Same. of them. Really? Your dad doesn't know what Saving Private Ryan is? No, no, no. The the, the before <laughs> trilogy. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. Exactly. Oh, definitely not. My parents don't know what that is. No. Yeah. The closest my parents ever came to an art house Mosin picture was one time because I loved it so much. It was like my fifth time seeing it in the theaters. I took the two of them to see the Royal Tenenbaums mm-hmm. and I sat there like in awe the fifth time loving it, seeing this movie on the big screen, like kind of like elbowing both of them. I was in between the two of them, like a little kid, like, oh yeah, right. And we get out and it was just like, guys, right? The Royal Tenenbaums. And then they were like, we didn't get it. So <laughs> my dad's reasoning for disliking for disliking uh, before he's like, yeah, that's what you do. You go to Greece and then you fight. 
Like, like, and then you just fight like a bunch of stupid animals. Yeah, no one's ever argued in Greece before. He just he had this weird reasoning. He's just like, why? What the? What is happening here? But those are all those movies, kinda. I don't know. Maybe I mean he probably just changed as a person. I assume. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Um, man. What, you got something, Steve? Oh, no, I was curious. What, what, what are we doing here? Are we, are we going oh, well, on you, further on? We'll keep on reading. Yeah, okay. One, fuck not. Am I up again? Whoever's yeah, you like, go, yeah. Eric. Folks at home, if there is a word that's a little troublesome, I'll let you know that I have a learning disability, and it is actually violence now, to make fun of. Now, <laughs> Eric, it's Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> that Julia helps. Gulia? Yeah, it's <laughs> Rudy can fail. Hey, gang, I'm a longtime fan of the show, and I have been a loyal Patreon subscriber for over a year. Thought this was an appropriate time to share this story with you. With any luck, we have only a few more weeks until the main character stops being a daily presence in the news. <laughs> Your lips to God's ears, pal. I used to work in a movie theater in New York, and one night a woman came. See, I can read kind of fast, though. Is that, oh, yeah. is that, is that anything? That's, That's something. something. That's definitely something. You're doing better than me on this fucking Mad Elf beer. 11% alcohol volume oh, there, ladies that's, and gentlemen. That, that's why you've quieted down. He's <laughs> getting dark drunk. <laughs> Sound like a yeah, character. whatever. <laughs> fucking great. I used to work at a movie theater in New York. Divorced. <laughs> A woman Sorry. came to the concession stand and ordered right. two large popcorns and two large sodas. I didn't recognize her, but when she l- left, a colleague told me I had just served Rudy Giuliani's wife. <laughs> now, is this his cousin wife? Great question. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the cousin. Or did he divorce the cousin wife and this is some other lady? I think this might be another lady. Log into the chat. Let us know. Is Rudy Giuliani still currently fucking his cousin? Yes, please let us know on his fucking situation. What? By the way, uh, Rudy Giuliani, when he was running, I think when he was trying to become the Re- Republican nominee, yeah. he did use Rudy Can't Fail as, as his no. um, big rally song until somebody was like, you know, that stands for Rude Boy, right? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm a rude, rude boy. I married my cousin. Of course I'm rude. <laughs> I'm quite rude to the homeless. <laughs> oh, I'm the rudest you'll ever see to a prostitute. I'm very rude to my family tree. <laughs> you know, I bet when he comes, it's like his hair dye running down. Oh, oh sure, oh, dude. That's like the penguin having intercourse. Black hey, gold, Miles. they call it. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so, and he gross. was seeing uh, the movie. We uh, we only had one screen, and while it doesn't matter, I believe we were we were we had a re-release of. Deepa Meta's water playing. Never saw water. Never did. It's uh, fine. Chris uh-huh. Gavin, yeah, fine. Yeah, what did father think? Beat him up over it? Oh, uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> I, 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 you fucking did the old monkey steals the peach to your dad over Deepa Meta's water? They wouldn't wash clothes like that. <laughs> In the river like that? They wouldn't do that. <gasps> <laughs> Midway through the film, he came down himself and ordered another two large popcorns. Fill her up! That's crazy. You have two buckets of popcorn already probably pushing it. And then you finish them and you get more? You're just eating popcorn for dinner? I love popcorn and I will eat popcorn for dinner, but that's a little excessive. 
What do you think, Chris? Is that excessive? Oh, I think that is a little excessive. Hey, in from the uh, the YouTube chat. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's also valuable. But where the fuck was it? There we go. No, fuck it. There's so many chats going here. Oh I love Lord. it. But hang on, everybody, slow down so I can click on this. There we go. Daniel says Rudy divorced that cousin back in the eighties. Ah, uh, yeah. So this is the second one then. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Cousin fucker. All right. The ghost fucker. Remember? This was either two. Uh, this was either late 2006 or early 2007 when it still seemed plausible that he could be the 2008 Republican nominee. I remember thinking it was cool that I had served a potential future president, even though my only interaction with him was to uh, be careful with the salt shaker because it poured quickly. Mm. No, you know what? And then if this person didn't say that, he poured way too much salt on it, the arteries clogged too much, and he'd be dead by now. So way to fuck it up. Way to fuck it up. That's like that old legend of like, oh, I was the one guy who bought the one painting from Hitler and let him live through the winter and he didn't freeze to death. (laughs) You see, if there's too much salt on the popcorn, it soaks up all the bile. Uh, That's right. And then it doesn't dribble down his chin. All of my black bile is falling into my huge popcorn. That seemed like the end of it until the movie ended. It was my (laughs) job to clean the theater between showtimes, and when I went in and I found a giant pile of popcorn on the floor, (laughs) four large, completely empty bags. What? (laughs) They were fucking on top of it. That's what happened. I have no idea what happened, but it looked like they had been they been purchased simply to be overturned on the ground <laughs> this wasn't as though a bag or two had accidentally been tipped over since my co-worker had the broom and dustbin uh, up in the mezzanine it took 10 minutes to clean up jesus using one of the bags and a shovel okay you know what i know you i know your cinema has one screen but that doesn't mean it has to have one fucking broom what is that about <laughs> Good lord. Now, Rudy, you just spit in this popcorn, and when it gets too soggy, we'll get another bucket. Oh, okay. And then we just empty it. They use the. Sh- I see someone in the sh- chat uh, saying a shovel, and it's they they used the the bag of popcorn as a shovel. As oh, I don't oh. know spoke there. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah, wow, what an asshole. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. This was more bizarre than anything given who he, who it was and since I had uh, certainly cleaned up worse uh worse message than popcorn. Now that's a person they typoed. Right. Worse you, message. Yeah, they typoed. You didn't you didn't uh they typoed. You didn't redo. I want I, I want to specify that in case one of these guys blasted me for not saying message. <laughs> Like, oh, you don't know what a message is? Well, uh, a message. A massage. <laughs> How about a massage? I'm bathing in popcorn as I always do. How decadent. This How puts decadent. another 10 years on my life. I bathe in popcorn. <laughs> Put the butter on my head. Oh my God, someone made art of the Virgin Mary out of popcorn. <laughs> Rub it oh. on my nipples. One large bucket of Butter, please. <laughs> uh, uh, another time, someone brought in and dropped a large container of chili, which exploded <laughs> on the carpet. 
<laughs> which I had to clean. Oh, yeah. No, this is I, kind of giving me flashbacks of the multiplex days, Chris. Yeah, not it. Uh, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Still, I have no idea what they were doing in that theater, though. The idea that he was deliberately making a mess seems more plausible with each news cycle. <laughs> These poor people are going to pick up after my mess, baby. Thanks for all the laughs and for keeping me company when I'm up all night with my newborn, Ryan from Brooklyn. And thank you, Ryan from Brooklyn, because you're from Brooklyn. You know how people talk. You're not yeah, that's right. fancy words to seem fancy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that chili. is something. The chili is exciting. Anytime, yeah. you know, it was always the worst, right? Like when you went into the theater to clean stuff, you flipped them lights on and someone had snuck in hot food and it was yeah. a disaster zone. Of course. I'm, I mean, I don't. I don't recall specifically picking up chili, but like <laughs> definitely nachos. Well, right? I, I mean, just imagine that you're like sneaking in Wendy's and you got the large cup of chili that you would go <laughs> right and you're there to see history of violence. And you're fucking like, yeah, I just got to take this big scoop and oh no. Well, you want an old Western when you're when you're eating chili. I think is the idea <laughs> that everyone right, around dude. you feels like they're on the range a little like bit. An, yeah, open range. You can, yeah. You, can, yeah. you can sneak it like you're going to see uh, like Unforgiven Big Tub of Wendy's Chili. That's fine. <laughs> uh, this did re reading this letter, though, or hearing it read to me so eloquently by Eric, who's a great reader. I'm, I'm one of the top. Magnificent, yeah. dude. Don't let anyone bad. tell you otherwise. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> it reminded me of one time I had an encounter with someone while working at the concession stand at the multiplex. It's a popcorn situation. Uh, and this person, I have to say, is there's no way around it. They're definitely dead because this is what happened. This person came out not in great shape, large popcorn. And we're talking, it was the old bags, right? It was the big thing. Right. And, you know, fill up the popcorn, you know, made, he made sure I patted it down to, you know, be able to smoosh as much popcorn into the bag as possible. So it was a lot of like, could you tap that? You just tap that down a little bit. Get some more popcorn <laughs> no, on there. No, come on. No. We're not patting it down. I was patting. And then, I mean, if you were disgusted by that, buckle your seatbelts. So then, I, you know, you have to do the ubiquitous, would you like butter with that? Oh, yes, most definitely. Okay. And it was a pump thing, right? And it wasn't self-serve, so you had to do it. Do like I would do a pump and then another pump uh. and then turn. And he was like, you get a little more than that? <laughs> like, okay, another pump. No, you know what? You're a little more than that. Look, went back. Uh, I did another pump, went to give it back to him. He goes, I'm not kidding you. Can you just put the butter on it and I'll tell you when it's enough? Oh, no. Look, I, I want like, my hand to be wet when I'm holding it from the bottom. I is the thing. today. Dude, it gets so much worse. I, I don't want to hear a rattle. I want to hear a swish when you shake the bucket. Dude, get ready. Because I start pumping away. And so I'm holding it, right? So this the beer is the popcorn. I'm holding it so I have, like, some fingers under the bag. And I'm pumping the butter. I can feel my fingers getting wet because the <laughs> butter is sticking through. No. And I was, like, I was like, dude, I think it's enough. And he was like, yeah, that's good. So I gave it to him. 45 minutes later, this dude comes back out. No. And he just goes, hey, man, can I get, like, just, like, a little side of butter? Filler up. up. And all we had, like, we had little tiny, like, um, like little <laughs> courtesy cups as the staff that you could, like, get a Plastic. quick drink of yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. And so I was, like, kind of like this. And he was like, yeah, if you could just do that, like, halfway, three quarters of the way up, that'll be good. 
And hey, I gave man, uh, Could dude, you just it, pretend that you're a uh, 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 production assistant on Double Dare and pretend that there, <laughs> there's a uh, flag on the bottom of that one there? Just give me all that butter in there. It was, dude, I was like, I'm going to find this dude dead in the theater when I go to clean it. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Now, I know movie theaters are dead or whatever, but like, when was the last time you actually had that liquid butter on it? Because the popcorn itself now is just I've... butter flavored yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't it, like the cold. It's like cold and wet. I don't appreciate it. It's, it's messier than, and popcorn's always messy. You have to wash your hands immediately. Like, yeah. you have to immediately to wash your hands. I'll tell you what, though. The butter on the popcorn is like Andrew Jupin versus the devil. And I can fight it most times. But like every now and again, if there's especially like a little too many tall glasses of water before the movie kind of a thing, I will do butter on the popcorn. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do so, it. So let me tell you about a time I got owned by an old lady. Nice. <laughs> yep, I'm here for it, dude. Uh, so I was also worked. This is the same multiplex that me and Andrew worked at. Uh, you were not uh, on the cleaning crew that day. It was me and Victor. Um, oh, hi, Victor, if you're watching. Hey, I, Victor, you. I don't know if you're here. Yeah, Victor. Uh, <laughs> Victor and me were on this. I, d I think he left before this was noticed because we started. There was one lady there and... Uh, I saw something like something was weird with her. It was she was definitely older. Uh, I think the movie was shit. Um, oh shit! The that. movie, yeah. Uh, <laughs> part of the movie is an actual movie. Is there shit a movie? Is there shit a movie? <laughs> it might have been Men of Honor, Andrew. Oh, uh, Cooking Junior is Cookie. Yeah, oh, I, right. I think it might have been that one. Um, Robert De Niro plays a seafaring racist. It sucks. So, it's it's not very good at all. Um, it's bad, bad movie. Um, this lady is the only person left in the theater while the credits are going. Uh, so we start sweeping up down the. It's one of the smaller theaters, so we start doing it, making yeah. sure we're not blocking her her view. Um, and I get when I I get closer, and I notice that she's picking something from her like uh, stomach slash groin area and putting it to her mouth. Bop, bop. And, and Victor had left at this time, and it, it had stopped. Uh, the act? No, no, no. The 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 uh, 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 movie had stopped. Oh, the, the print drop. So the the film was so no longer running. Lights come up. I noticed this lady has poured a large popcorn all over her like windbreaker mm. groin oh. stomach area, <laughs> and it's just picking pieces of. Popcorn up like this. <laughs> oh, nice. She then, Chris, dead, looks me almost dead in the eye, pick and stands up with it dropping <laughs> all to the ground. <laughs> to eat her out, dude. And oh, she God. and she just leaves. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking power movie! You gotta wow! Wow, that's nuts! And did I at, did. She look at you and go, "What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> you know, that, it was so much colder than that because, like, she didn't even have to <laughs> pretend like I existed. Of course. Wow. <laughs> what are you, a peasant? Get out of here! I will put this on the floor, and you will pick it up, you piece of shit. Holy! Oh, your number there, pal. Yeah, she had me. She had me, and then I picked it up like a piece of shit. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh man. All right. So we got we got two more here, guys. We want to keep going. Yeah, let's, maybe let's do one and then, and then open up the questions. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. do the let's do the last one. Okay. 
Oh, who should do it? Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Who? Yeah, go for it, dude. Okay, I'll do it, it. now. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, law schooled. Hey, lads, your recent mentions of the firm reminded me of the time I passed my law school's professional responsibility class. Oh, a little bit uh, over here. Anyone who becomes a lawyer is the enemy. Uh, By watching that 1993 goldmine of ethics violations and Holly Hunter. The professor was a judge who didn't have the energy or the time to be teaching our class. It was perfect. The first day he walked in, announced the class would be just a series of guest speakers and passed out candy. The only grade for the course was... Quote, a 15-page paper on something that deals with the rules of professional conduct. Was this a senior auditor class? Like <laughs> 7.30 p.m. at night? I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> um, and also, uh, the R, the P, and the C in rules of professional conduct are capitalized. I wonder if that's some oh, sort yeah. of lawyerific situation. Yeah, that, from my days in law school, I remember. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I took this vague assignment to heart, signing up to write my paper on ethics violations in the movie The Firm. I had 12 weeks to work on it. <laughs> so I got all settled in to watch the movie for the first time the night before it was due. By the way, 12 weeks to write a 15-page paper on a movie? You wouldn't last a fucking day in film school, buddy. We had to crank those things out about movies weeks on end. Oh, yeah. You have to be able to bullshit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> stop bullshit. I kind of missed stop. it almost, right? Oh, like, man. Isn't it fun? Just like, just really just pulling a real, like, long paper right out of your ass. Yeah. When I, I took a, a law, a crime and film class, it was, it was a senior auditor class it was <laughs> during my last semester of college when I needed like fucking 40 credits to graduate. And I, I really crammed it in. And the guy was the guy was the teacher. The professor was so out of it. He would call movies that were based on true stories documentaries. So he's like, "Oh, today we're gonna watch the documentary Serpico." And I just was like, <laughs> "Jesus, I, um, um, I'm pretty sure that's not a documentary." <laughs> you, you fail. You fail the class. Today Steve. we're gonna watch the documentary Fargo. Um, <laughs> according to the opening text, it is a factual film. Well, look at this. Hey, Chris Cabin, uh, like-mindedness here in the chat. Yeah. The documentary Fargo. I love it. Uh, Steve, I have to say that Chelsea and I were talking about you taking that class just the other day because it was when 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 fucking the, the protagonist from the last story, Rudy Giuliani, or I guess the antagonist rather, uh uh was talking about how my cousin Vinny is his favorite movie. Oh right, yes. And I saw I I was in a professional class where I watched my cousin <laughs> Vinny. And Chelsea was like, Do you think Giuliani took Steve's lawn film class? <laughs> <laughs> Those mail-in ballots were in a Buick Skylark. <laughs> my biological clock is going <laughs> like this. Uh, the all right. So, a uh, fifteen-page paper on something that deals with the rules of professional conduct, right? Okay. So, uh, to watch the movie for the first time the night before it was due, and greened right the fuck out. Mm. Oh no! The credits rolled, and I looked down at my notebook to find one note: <laughs> Gary Busey teeth. <laughs> okay, I can do this. I can do this. Okay, I can do this. Here, here. His, okay. teeth, his teeth are ethical. Those are ethical teeth. 
uh, oh my God, I didn't have time to watch the movie again and I needed 15 pages. I don't know how, but I think I cobbled together most of the pages. I couldn't remember enough of the movie to make the requisite amount. This man still gave me an A, the ultimate proof that he should not have taught us professional responsibility. It's true. I think that uh, small teeth are unethical. You know, I don't <laughs> think that, you know, Suter never got to around to talking about that. Suter weighing in on teeth. <laughs> this Pino is all, chicken. all law school <laughs> fake. This, this is proof. This is proof. We have the proof. Uh, Especially the ethics, am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, and the ultimate proof that passing the bar exam does not make someone intelligent. I got an A in professional responsibility by greening out and fudging a paper. <laughs> Did any of you ever completely bullshit an assignment and have it pay off? Absolutely. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> Thank oh, yeah. you for everything you guys do. You're getting me through quarantine. Love from Boston, bro. Oh, Anonymous, professionally responsible lawyer. I mean, I was a terrible student, and it's totally fine to be a terrible student. The yeah. most unethical thing I did in college was I didn't read the book, as always. And I'm just sort yeah. of, I'm sitting in the library hoping something's going to come to me. And then I see another girl from my class, like, sitting over there. Yeah. And she accidentally printed out two copies of her paper. Oh, so, no. Dude, hello, outline. <laughs> don't say this. They're going to resend your, your, your diploma. Yes. I, don't, I don't have a diploma. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Neither do I. I never paid my uh, whatever. Like I owed like money on a phone bill or something like that. Wow. So you guys, never graduated, you guys yeah. never graduated college. Right? I never graduated college. I know I don't have I do not have a college diploma because I refused to pay a ten dollar late fee uh, returning the two VHS set of The Godfather Part Two. Interesting hill to die on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a diploma, by the way, so I could be a lawyer. You're the smartest one. <laughs> you are. See, no. Eric, all of this no. self doubt, dude. You're no. the smartest one. No. Oh, okay, all right, I'll accept it. No, I'm kidding. And and I, I, I kind of felt bad about that one. I kind of felt bad about that one because that was like real. That was like real deal cheating. Someone yeah. says WHM goes back to college. Now that sounds like a movie, right, oh, everyone? You know what? I I'll do the triple Lindy. Whatever you need. I, <laughs> I got the freeze frame already. Yeah. I, <laughs> I once wrote a while uh, uh, picking my way through a 30 rack of extra gold. Nice, dude. I thought you were going to say picking your way through your ass. Uh, also that. <laughs> and taking like a, a painkillers from my friend's dog. Um, <laughs> I wrote 40 pages on Married with Children. I got an A+. Plus and that motherfucking professor came up to me at graduation with my parents and said, your son is a very gifted young man. Like, <laughs> idiot. Gifted in what? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> That's ridiculous, dude. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I bullshitted papers, all like film papers all the time. It was, you know, sometimes it was like you didn't watch something and you were kind of like working off of IMDb and, you know, kind of shit like that. But I, I'm recalling a thing that didn't happen to me but totally made this dude like burn out of the program that I was getting into. So we had a thing where it was like your first year, anybody could take like the intro film class kind of a thing. And at the end of it, 
you had to take what was called the majors exam. And at that time, it was like you had to pass this test to get to be able to continue declaring yourself a major of like film studies of purchase. And uh, so we had the thing where it was like, we're going to show you uh, the first whatever it is, like 30 minutes of a movie. We're not going to tell you what movie it is. And then you're going to use like everything that you have learned in this introductory class over the last year and like write a paper about it. Uh, so the, the clip was the entire wedding sequence of the Godfather. And so you just kind of like did with that, what you will, you know, and we wrote our things or whatever. And I never forget leaving it afterwards and like walking back to the dorm. And there was another kid who was in the class and I was like, Oh, Hey man, how do you think you did on the majors exam? And he was like, Oh man, I think it was great. I was killing it. I was talking about stuff like when De Niro's like chasing him on the rooftops and shit. You can see. And I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, man, you know, and, you know, De Niro, this and that. And, you know, when he, when he comes to you know, Ellis Island when he's a kid and then, like, he's fucking sick and he's got to, like, stay. And I was like, dude, that's in the next movie. That's in The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> we were watching The Godfather. And this dude was like, oh, man, wait, what did you say? <laughs> oh, wait, what did you say? And I was like, you wrote about the wrong movie. <laughs> You remember that scene when they have uh, they they get they uh, have pasta with Scorsese's mother? I thought that was phenomenal. I thought that oh, was just Maroon. I was thinking about Italian American. Oh no! Ah, uh, yeah, and then that dude didn't return to the program. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's you know I will say, folks. Uh, yeah, you know uh, that's it for the the letters and whatnot. But let's open it up to some cues from the audience. Uh, how's everybody doing on beverages, by the way? I'm now working off of a... Uh, I love Montauk Brewing. The Cold Day IPA. Oh, this, is a, this is a low and slow situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm now the uh, Newberg Pilsner, which is a new mm. variety. And if you go to the Newberg Brewery, tell them who sent you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yes, questions in the chat. Now, people, start asking questions. We'll do a quick Q&A, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. Totally. So let's see here. So Andrew asks, any childhood Rosebud-esque holiday gift highlights or lowlights? Uh, whoops. So what, is, so what is what is exactly that? What does that mean? I like, guess like what's look just a hot look a, a a childhood toy that stuck with you kind yeah, of thing. Never forget. I One know, way I or know. a real low light. I know I a low light <laughs> shot right from my. I, I have a low light as well. I will never forget the year that a relative gave. I think me, my brother, and possibly my younger sister also. No, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, me and some siblings received. A Ninja Turtles like fake shaving cream set. So, like, it had a razor with no blade in it, and then like Ninja Turtle branded shaving cream. And (laughs) that was that was a present. That was a Christmas present. I got the N64 game War Gods, which was like a fake Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's horrible. It's and it was just it was like that class. It was like Lee Carvello's putting challenge kind of a situation. Like this is the game everybody loves, right? War gods, and that's how it was gifted to you. Was like Stephen, you're gonna love it. Exactly. Oh, that sucks. I I once I once was like, oh, I would really love this action figure. Like this is like everything to me. And then by the time my parents begrudgingly got it for me, they made me feel so guilty for asking. I think about it like weekly. <laughs> what was oh, the action figure? Wow. GI Joe. Some mm. like, you know, cause we were, I, I was, cause my older brother watched it probably, but, uh, mm. but the, the, the guilt 
still carries with me today. And I feel <laughs> extremely terrible that I ever acted out asking oh. for uh, my uh, cousins and aunts had a uh, a couple of them had a, a, a rotating uh, a line of uh, uh, boyfriends uh, and partners that weren't great. They would come to Christmas. They weren't great at just like you know figuring out right off the top of their heads what they should get. You know, say a twelve year old. Um, but they tried their darndest. And one time, this guy he gave I forget his name. I do remember he had quite. <laughs> Uh, he had a very big mustache, but then also like um, he had overshaved the middle part of a bald head. Oh my oh, god! Was, he was two back? No, not even two back. Two to the side. Like the gap was too big. <laughs> <laughs> that is shitty. Also, was, let's call this guy Randy. Absolutely despicable looking human being. Um, so this guy I'm picturing Paul Giamatti in 30 Rock, by the way. It's not was he wearing an Islanders sweater? No, he was not. He was okay. uh he was he's fashionably addressed, tucked in shirt. Nice. Um that's awesome. He would hand me like so he hands he's handing all these things out. And I'm like I'm old enough that I could start reading faces and knowing what's going on. So right, I'm sure. seeing people look in the ba- in the bags and like going like <laughs> <laughs> I get one and I'm like, oh, thank you. And, and, and like, I turned the corner to look at what it is. Uh-huh. I'm 12 years old. Bag of dildos. No. <laughs> it's actually weirder and to be a little bit more disturbing. Weirder. Uh, than on, really? Than a, ladies, a whole bag of dildos. Ladies a, and gentlemen, weirder than dildos. A male. Desk sorter for for like the inbox outbox thing. <laughs> That's what it was. As for your correspondence there, Chrissy. I think he like like left the office. Like he he yep. like quit his job or something. I don't yeah, know what was going does. on. But was I it? look. I still have the thing. I, I just have it now that you're in your late 30s. Is it in your apartment right now? No, no, it's not here, but oh. like it's back home. Back I was going to demand you go get this in my hometown. Sorry. That's insane. Uh-huh. This is the stupidest gift that's ever been given. That guy stuck around for another two years. Nice, Good on him, I guess. Nice. Was the gift giving uh, as lazy? No, but he got really into like giving chocolates. Oh, oh that, 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 that is lazy. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. lazy. That's pretty lazy. Let's see here. Uh, got another one here. Uh, this is an easy one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have. Uh, we have done an episode on Jingle all the way. Probably uh, in the archive, I'm gonna guess. Yes, yeah. Well, I don't know. Check check whmpodcast.com for questions like that. There We've you go. also done Jingle All the Way too. That's yes, right. we have, we've done both. We've done one hundred percent. We've done both of those movies. Here's another easy one. I'm wearing a We Hate Movies T-shirt. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see oh, here. We quickly mention that our yeah. chief public store. If you want to get yes. under the wire, yeah, totally. The, oh, you know, New Year's Day, we're going to start making money off of it again. So if you want to give to charity and you want to get merch, you don't want to help us. That's, I mean, now I'm framing it weird. I don't mean uh-huh. to do that, but we're donating all of our merch proceeds the yes. entire year. Absolutely. To, uh, Black Lives Matter adjacent charities. Uh, okay, here's a good one. Favorite Christmas horror movies. Ooh, uh, actually, th- just this last uh, weekend, uh, my wife and I watched a, uh, a, a trilogy of uh, Christmas-themed <laughs> horror movies. Nice. We watched uh, Krampus, 
which you know what? That's a chicken shit movie. I'm sorry. Like, is that, that movie, right? I've never yeah, seen the motion picture. The, the, the last 30 minutes really fuck it up. Yes. It's it, it's just okay. It's not as funny as you want it to be. Not worth it. Um, uh-huh. uh, we watched Black Christmas for, for the first time. The OG Black Which Christmas. Great, right? Excellent. Yeah. Really amazing. Yep. Chilling. And uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, uh, which is... Oh, Garbage amazing. Day indeed. It's a production of a movie because they show you so much of Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. It's yes. so good. Yeah. Uh, favorite one for me... Um, I mean, I, I hate to be repetitive. I mean, Black Christmas is totally up there. I mean, uh, for me, Christmas horror. Gremlins, I guess, counts. Sure, yeah. yeah Gremlins absolutely counts. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I love that movie. I still love Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. That's a really good movie. It is a good movie. Oh, on the f- uh, confirmation here, uh, both Jingle All the Ways are on the feed, not in the archive, episodes 137 and 182. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, WHM has the best fans in the business. I'll tell you right. Absolutely. All you have to do is hit no trouble at all. F- Control F on that episode tab, my friends. <laughs> you know, I'm not a hundred percent. I think either the inciting incident or the actual night, uh, the French movie Inside, <laughs> happens around Christmas. Yeah, I guess it does. Uh, I, I love that movie. Is that movie's insane. tough. That's that a movie tough movie. Rough, but it is incredible. Uh, someone uh, as- is asking Steve a follow up question. Krampus is a Kardashian kid. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I get it. Uh, I think it's. I think it's a. It's an attempted humor. Uh, you got me. You got uh, me uh, dead to rights. I got this mad elf coursing through my veins. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Uh, not Halloween horror, but thoughts on killer clowns from outer space. Uh, it's, it's good. I I haven't seen it since I was a kid. You know. But- in elementary school, I saw it way too young, and I thought it was pretty scary. But then it didn't stop me from dress because. I went to, I think it was like fourth or fifth grade and it was Halloween and people, they were encouraging kids to dress up. And I had like this old clown wig from another Halloween and I got vampire fangs and I went in as a killer clown from outer space and no one knew what I was doing. Oh, really? Yeah. Also has one of the greatest uh, uh, titular theme songs. I buy that. Uh, yeah, if, totally. if you find it, it's it's a banger. It really yeah. is. I think it's John a Lewis really great like character design. I haven't seen it in forever. I guess I need to rewatch it. Um, I, I don't think it's an episode because it knows what it is. It's one of those yeah, like no. yeah. If anything is ever like uh, that level of aware of what they're doing, yes. it's pointless for us to kind of cover it. Um, let's see. So this is another one. Uh, best unnecessarily set at Christmas movies. Ooh, interesting question. Lethal Weapon. Uh, none of those movies matter, you know, yeah. holidays. Any, any Shane Black movie, I guess, would be part <laughs> right, of yeah. it. Iron Man 3 didn't need uh, yeah. Christmas in it, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> why, did, why did the Predator put the star on the tree? I didn't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, it do, It's a Wonderful Life doesn't have to happen at Christmas, necessarily. Yes. Yeah, he could have been throwing himself off the bridge on Flash. Day, yeah, you know. There you go. Oh my damn patriotism! Toss. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, here's an interesting one, and ties into uh, some we love movies programming. Is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? And we'll say dropping uh, this coming Tuesday, an all new episode with Batman Returns featuring our good buddy Jamel Bowie returning to the show. Yes, yeah. and, and it, you bet your sweet I, ass. I guess it is. <laughs> it, it is, and it rules. Absolutely. Uh, this went directly to Chris Cabin. Is there a Christmas party? <laughs> you? Uh, I don't recall. <laughs> Senator. 
<laughs> oh, look, I'm going to unwrap my presence, which is meaning uh, going to the stable in the morning. <laughs> did the guy with the, did the, guy, did the guy with the bag of pornography have a Santa hat on? <laughs> no, but he had some uh, horse and Christmas themed pornography in his bucket. Uh, put so a nice Santa guy. hat on the horse, right? Uh, Ian asks, favorite fat guy Christmas snacks from a fellow fat guy? Great question. Uh, well, Ian, I just drank a tumbler full of eggnog with rye in it, so that was uh, something. So yeah, uh, uh, drugs and drink. I'm yeah. not a Christmas cookie guy. I'll be honest. I'm not a. You know what I mean? Like, a, a, yeah, not a, not a huge Christmas you, cookie guy. You're not I, fucking I, around with like ginger uh, gingerbread men and whatnot. No, I mean uh, what, what I want is on New Year's Eve. Yes, you get yourself some uh, 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 cocktail weenie. Uh, what do you call those? There. Uh, oh, yeah. Is it a blanket? Pigs in a blanket, man. Every that's every great. New Year's Eve, I cannot not Ooh, have them. That's yeah. awesome. We could be yeah. honest. Christmas is trash. I mean, it what is. is this? And the food that they... Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. I had uh, another good one here. Oh, this is an interesting one. As we're, we're rolling into the ass end of this fucking terrible year. Favorite new-to-you movie of 2020. So not, not a best Ooh. of this Ooh. year, but a new-to-you. It's a retro... <laughs> I think I got mine. I'll go first. Um, it's definitely for me the China Syndrome. Ooh, we just did that yeah. for for WLM. I'd never seen it before this year. I watched it twice in under a week and loved it both times. So for me, it's the China Syndrome. Uh, Life changing for me was uh, Sorcerer. Uh, William Freaked Sorcerer. Ooh, I watched it yeah. uh, sometime sometime this year, and I was white knuckling it on my fucking couch, man. I've been thinking about that yeah, movie all dude. fucking years. Did oh my god, go? somebody, somebody already somebody guessed it was going to be Sorcerer. For yes. me, a, somebody named AK Syndrome figured it out. Nice. Uh, and you know what? Oh. Somebody also asked to see my cat. I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that real quick. Someone hear Paul saying Clute. That's another good one. Uh, the only reason I brought up Paul's comment is because I tried to click on someone else's and the list changed. There it is. Uh, you know, there it is. Yeah, I can't there remember. Follow my letterboxed if you want to know what the fuck I'm watching. But I think I agree with you, Andrew. The China Syndrome I saw for the first time this year as well, and I thought it was an amazing uh, picture. I yeah. mean, it's, it's also from this year, but uh, Steve McQueen's Lovers Rock. Ooh, uh, yeah, really dude, is. I finally got around to a cabin like two days uh, ago. And it's magnificent. It's really incredible. Uh, you should watch it right now. It's incredible. What movie? Lovers, uh, Lovers Rock. Rock. Oh, Lovers I really want to see that. Small axe it, dude, Steve, definitely strap in. Like 70 minutes, you're in and you're out. It's fucking beautiful. I like that. Uh, oh, here's another good. We'll take a couple more. What's the worst movie you've been forced to watch with family over the holidays? Uh, I remember... There was an Armageddon screening that involved <laughs> a lot of tears, and I was looking around like, "Really? That? Nah, all right." Well, that's not like that. I mean, I still remember being in awe of the movie. I, I mean, this is this is like old hat, but like, uh, my mom is still like loves Love Actually. Oh yeah! And every time I go home for the holidays, I will endure a screening of Love Actually. Right. I mean, uh, you could do worse. And you can watch that fucking last Christmas that Emma Thompson wrote. You can fucking apologize to me immediately. <laughs> I, think I, got a, I got a, I got out easy with that. Like I, I don't really spend time with what we call family. Uh, <laughs> but I remember. I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's kind of fun. So maybe it's a non-answer. But I remember the only time in my entire life that we're like, we're going to the movies on Thanksgiving. And it felt like a huge event. And I was right. so excited because it was Arnold Schwarzenegger's end of days in 1999. Right. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. And then the movie was kind of trash, 
but at the same time it was kind of fun so i don't know i guess that's my family wasn't a go to the movies on Thanksgiving either, but we did once and only once, and it was a bug's life. And I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks shit. Me too, actually. Now that you yeah. say that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's Woody Allen being like, mm, maybe we no, should. That's, 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 that's Ant. Ant. Oh, uh, geez, I'm, I'm an ant, and here comes Sylvester Stallone ant. Well, yeah, interesting. I, of- I own larva. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you got ants with Woody Allen, and then you got a bug's life with Kevin Spacey. That's like an Foley. alien versus predator situation. <laughs> and David Foley's the lead. Yes. Dave, yes, David Foley is the lead. I, of that I, movie. I, I saw uh, 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 rest in peace, uh, Robin Williams in Flubber. Oof, uh, on Christmas Day? Uh, no, that was a Thanksgiving one, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, that stinks. And, and that was tough. That was tough to get through. Uh Ooh. Okay, here we go. Last one of the evening, folks. Let's take us home here from uh, Blake asks, worst holiday specials? There is some, and I haven't seen it in forever, and I think it's lost in the sands of time. Uh-huh. It's a, some rank, it was a cart, I think it was a cartoon where it was like people living in a clock with a bunch of mice. Am I nuts here? Uh, I think it's, it might I, be called The Night Before Christmas. It sucks shit. And, and it was <laughs> it was always on in my childhood. It, 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 it's a race now. Uh, uh, maybe somebody's going to help me in the chat, but probably no one is because I'm the oldest. Ooh. And my my face is as red as Santa Claus <laughs> with this mad elf beard. Dude, this beard's kicking your ass live it, on the it, air. It, I'm it loving might, it. It kind of is. <laughs> it's all right, Steve. We support you. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm you got this, Sheep. I'm not sure if it's a special, but there was a Christmas episode uh, of The West Wing <laughs> where yeah. where Toby has to forgive his uh, Jewish gangster father um, Ooh, who yeah, comes I've... back to him. And as somebody Ooh. whose grandfather was friends with Jewish gangsters, I'm like, get over it, man. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Like, and like, it's this big brooding scene where he's yeah. like, "I don't know if I can let you meet my my children or meet my wife." And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Be fucking happy, you piece of shit! Come on!" What you have to? As per always, always pro mafia, Jewish, oh, Italian, yep. or otherwise. Absolutely, whatever. Absolutely, whatever. I have not seen too many uh, holiday specials, but but the Star Wars one is actually good. It's probably better than Revenge of the Sith, so I say check it out. <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna rewatch that this year, dude. Yeah, I'm planning on it. Is it still on YouTube? I don't know. I have a I have it burnt on a DVD from some nefarious source. And I'm the Garfield uh, uh, Christmas still slaps. Oh, no, 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 dude. No, it does not. That's the, that's the movie where the fucking grandmother is like, oh, Garfield, thankfully you're sitting on my lap. What with my husband dying right before Christmas? <laughs> yep. I love no it. way. You I every love year it. gets a little harder, Garfield. Yeah, oh, I Garfield, know. I wished one thing from Santa this year, and it was to be fucking dead. Well, Ooh, D- Daniel Huss actually has a great idea for the beginning of next year. Pro Mafia, we hate movies T-shirts. I love this idea. Yes. Yep, I we're that's definitely a great idea. I, that's uh, I don't own any of our merch, but I would own that. I would absolutely own that. Dude, I, you you yeah. don't own any of our merch? 
I just, I, I don't know. I, I, you're I not never, walking I, around like a big fat fucking billboard. That's it. You're a better man than me. <laughs> Strutting around town. Someone in the chat keeps on mentioning the TJ Hooker episode, Sleigh Ride, which is, yes, that's an excellent Christmas episode. <laughs> and it was twas the night before Christmas. Uh, people are in the chat are correct. It was what I was talking about. The gross mouse one. Oh. You Google image search. You'll throw up. I swear to God. Isn't there also a like pseudo Christmas episode of dinosaurs? Am I making or that up? Is that are you just talking about the, the end age. of dinosaurs when the ice age is about to come? <laughs> yeah, that's when Earl Sinclair went for his final sleigh ride. Uh, did like the X Files ever do like a? Was it Santa Claus or was it like a serial killer they, thing? No, I mean they never did that. But I feel like there was probably a set at Christmas episode that I don't there, remember. There's a terrible Buffy Christmas episode with Angel, and he's like, "Oh, I killed all these people." I think it's called Amends, and it oh. sucks shit. Oh really? So that's like yeah. what, like season two, season three? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, like, you know, Buffy's oh. trying to ice skate. It sucks shit. I need that's... to. I, I should tell you guys. Uh, uh, my wife is rewatching uh, Buffy, and I'm watching it along with her. Oh, yeah. oh nice. The the idea that I'm supposed to suffer Xander is <laughs> a real roadblock. You're you tossing right out at me. He ages poorly. Like because as a kid, I was like 16. I was like, that's the coolest guy on the show. Oh, and like, as an adult man, I'm like, that kid sucks ass. That's the thing, dude, because I didn't get to Buffy until a co-worker at the Burns turned me on in like 2000 eight or so so i was immediately able to be like oh that dude sucks shit <laughs> i have no idea what any of you nerds are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well i think you know what let's cut it there gang we've been having a ton of fun here tonight this has been a supersized mailbag episode but hey it was the holiday spectacular you know we got to do what we can here um you know obviously you know as we get to the end of the year big thanks for everyone who has again just stuck with us through this year this year has speaking to suck shit uh, it's been really trying so it's been really rad you know knowing that a lot of you guys are taking in the programming and like using it as a distraction and stuff that's incredibly you know flattering and humbling and whatnot so you know we are hoping here on i believe also the first night of hanukkah if i'm uh, yes uh, happy mistaken, hanukkah to celebrate uh, Happy Hanukkah, of course, uh, and you know, have a great uh, holiday. Hey, Chris, uh, half, half happy Hanukkah and a quarter half happy Hanukkah to myself as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Eric, I'll see you at Christmas. Well, Steve don't know that. That's only for the halves and above, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm in the quarter end of the lane, my friends. Sorry. All right. Well, we will continue doing these live mailbags into 2021 because this is just so much darn fun, everybody. Uh, so until the new year, I'm Andrew Jupin. Even Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy, and we'll see you in 2021. That was a HeadGum Podcast.